Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast today, Amanda Mulhall and Rob Withrow, partners at Mulhall Withrow. How are you both doing? We're doing great. Thanks. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you both in the podcast. It's been not quite a year since you started your firm together. How has that been going for you both? been going great. It, it feels longer than a year in some ways and feels like we just started in others. Um, it was really a little uh, about a year ago when we started getting really serious about um, ramping up to the launch, which was January 1st of 2022. So um, even though that was our official launch date, there was uh, a lot to be done before then, but um, things are really starting to, to pick up steam in a, in a very positive way over here. Fantastic. Yeah, Rob, question for you. So what what you're both doing is something really interesting. I had not seen this at a lot of firms your size. You actually have two different practice areas. So um, Rob, tell us a little bit about the thinking behind those two practice areas and uh, why they're going so well together at your firm. Absolutely. So we practice family law and estate planning. Uh, I handle the family law portion of it. Amanda does the estate planning end of the practice. And both of those are practiced in the probate and family court in Massachusetts. So it's the same court, it's the same judges, and really um, we're focusing on families. So Amanda has focused her practice on young families, families with kids, families with special needs. Obviously, that's a nice tie-in with the divorce world and with the family law world uh, because there's just a lot of overlap. So you know, families who are in transition will need estate planning. And obviously, families that are, are growing and coming together, and they could be there could be adoptions. There could be, um, you know, a lot of family law issues that tie into that. And estate planning is usually, a, you know, people's first step into the legal world. So, um, you know, people will reach out to Amanda because she's the attorney that they know. And then we can direct them over towards me or towards colleagues. So it's, a, it's been a really great fit for us. It's a brilliant idea. And congratulations to you both on pulling it off. Uh, I know that's not easy to do necessarily with two such different practice areas and all the systems that go into it, but you've both managed to make it work. Um, and so Rob, question for you, and then and then we'll go to Amanda. Rob, tell us a little bit about, about that moment when you made the decision to leave working for a firm to start your own firm. Yeah, for me, I had been working at a firm for about 10 years. Um, I was brought in as a junior partner, and they were great about encouraging me to develop my practice and develop my own caseload. So I had just reached a point where I was looking at the cases that I was working on, and most of them were cases that I had brought in, um, and it just seemed like kind of a comfortable place to, to launch from. I could look down the look down the pipeline a little bit and say, okay, I have I feel like I have conf- I'm confident I have about six months of work ahead of me at least that I know. And, you know, at that point, they had encouraged me to join networking groups as well. I had done, you know, about 10 years of networking before that. So I felt like I had a really solid foundation of referral sources and connections in the business um, that would help launch me. And it's exceeded my expectations. Um, It's really been great. And I was able to 
transition my clients over without any issue. Um, they were people who I had been working with pretty much exclusively. So they were comfortable leaving with me. And uh, my previous firm was very comfortable with me with me taking that business. There was no issue. And that was something that people had warned me about. Everyone said, oh, okay, make sure that you're you know, very aggressively taking your clients with you. And I found that if I was just open and honest about what was happening, that it was a it was a fairly smooth process. So um, I just hit a point in my business where I looked at the clients I had brought in and who I know I'd be able to bring with me uh, and would be comfortable leaving with me and just knew it was the right time. Awesome. And something certainly that helped is you have a fantastic partner that you work with. Amanda, you were coming from a very different place from Rob. So tell us a little bit about your situation kind of prior and would love to hear about that moment when you decided, yep, you know, it makes sense for me to partner up with Rob. Yeah, Rob and I graduated law school a year apart. So we've been practicing for a very similar amount of time. Um, I ended up uh, at some estate planning firms doing some probate work, um, also doing estate planning for, um, for families. And I found that I really liked the estate planning piece. Um, and I really wanted to focus more on the young families and families who had special needs. I felt like that's where I could make a lot of impact for people. And I really just loved the clients in that sort of stage of, of life. And, um, I realized a few years ago that, um, I, you know, I, I like to have autonomy. And so I, I knew I would be happiest working on my own rather than working for, for someone else. And so, Back in 2019, I actually launched uh, my own solo practice, um, and that was a very, uh, I learned a lot during, during that time. Um, I had the opportunity to take the good things that I had learned from the different firms where I worked and sort of implement them in my own way and create a system that worked, um, but I also had a scaling issue uh, being a solo because I was doing everything, right? I was, I was doing all of the administration work. I was doing all the business generation. I was doing all of the estate plan drafting work and scheduling clients. And so I got to the point where, yes, I did, I did bring someone on to help, but uh, I knew that if I really wanted to scale the way that I wanted to, it would be a really great idea to have a partner to do that. Um, and I met Rob along the way. Um, I was sharing space um, at the firm where he was working, and um, the timing just worked out that uh, he was looking to make a transition. I was too, and we had a few conversations that um, really led to us uh, coming to understand what the other one wanted out of their practice, and that they those two things really lined up very well. So um, it was good timing. So as you jumped in and started your practice, um, as you started having those conversations, you probably had some concerns. Um, and so Amanda, as you're bringing on, you know, Rob as a new partner and someone at that in a different practice area, what were some of the things you were worried about as you launched your firm? There were a couple of things that we knew would be challenging. Um, one would be, um, I, this is sort of was a challenge for both of us, I think, because I had been by myself for a while and I developed my way of doing things. And I knew that when we worked together, that would have to change, right? I couldn't just do everything the same way if the idea was to grow and change. Um, at the same time, Rob had never run the business end. So he had been doing a lot of really great client work, 
but didn't have the experience of, of running his own practice. Um, so those two things we knew were going to challenge both of us, um, me to sort of be a little more malleable and for Rob to get a better handle on, you know, the day-to-day business end of things. But, um, you know, those are the kind of challenges that you face when you make a big change like that. So. And Rob, what were, uh, you know, I think you shared a lot of Amanda's concerns and there were joint concerns as Amanda put it out there. You have a family as well that that you're supporting. Um, just kind of viscerally, how did it feel about taking that plunge to actually do this for the first time and start your own firm, knowing about you know these concerns that you had? Yeah, it felt a little bit like stepping off a cliff, and you know, not really sure where I would land. Um, I had the the personal concerns of obviously being able to financially support my family, but also Amanda had an established practice, and I didn't want her to feel like she had hitched her her wagon to someone who, you know, would then be floundering. So I, my biggest concern was um, getting clients, getting people in the door and making sure that that work was there. Because my biggest fear would was that we would get into this six, seven months in and I'm sitting around waiting for the phone to ring or networking and not getting any results. So uh, just that the clients would, would keep coming in and that the, the income would be where we needed it to be. And it's it's turned out really, really well for you both. So that's that's wonderful. You know, as you think back on it, um, what was one thing, uh, Rob, why don't you take this and then we'll kick it over to Amanda for the same question. What's one thing that you look back and said, you know what, we did this right and it really helped us? Yeah, to be honest, I think um, getting a, a business coach was one thing that we did right. And I'm not just saying that because this is your podcast and, and you're our business coach, but it established in both of us that initial investment of wanting to do things the right way and um, and wanting to get off on the right foot because a lot of the potential coaches that we met with really were more interested in fixing broken firms as opposed to as opposed to helping someone get started on the right foot um, and we didn't want to start a firm and then have it kind of break and need fixing. We wanted it to just run smoothly from the get go. Um, so I think, you know, all the, the planning meetings that we had beforehand of figuring out what our firm's target market was, what our message was, that was the, the biggest thing for us. And the coaching helped with that, obviously. You know, we were able to get a marketing strategy and figure out who our ideal clients were. And that was just super, super helpful in us kind of meeting our goals for, for the end of the year because we knew who we were right from the get-go. We knew who we were and where we wanted to go. Well, thank you for those kind words, Rob. I, I really appreciate it. And I know, uh, I know Dominic does as well. Um, Amanda, you have to choose something different. So it can't just be hiring us to work with you. <laughs> but what's one thing that you think you both did really well? Well, I will second what Rob said. It, there was a lot of value that we got out of um, the coaching program to really get down and define the kind of firm that we wanted to be and what was important to us and sort of build around that. So thank you for that, because I I do agree. But if I do have to pick something different, I think it was really, um, Rob and I are very committed to um, having uh, honest conversations with each other about what's happening. So if um, we're facing some sort of challenge, like we faced a a challenge hiring uh, at the very beginning when we opened the doors. 
And so uh, our ability to talk uh, very honestly with each other about what we wanted and how to approach a challenge and then come up jointly with the solution. So be able to pivot quickly into a, another tactic if what we were doing was not working uh, is really important. Um, and if one of us is sort of struggling and whether that was because there was too much work, right, someone's overloaded or somebody felt like they didn't have the bandwidth to do everything that needed to get done. It's really important for us to be able to tell the other person that and be willing to pick up the slack when it's needed uh, or provide any sort of support there um, because it's not going to function well if the partners do not communicate well. Right. Well said, Amanda. And just building on that, if you had to give some advice to a solo who decided that they wanted to bring on a partner and start to grow their firm, what advice would you give them? Uh, that is a good question. Uh, and I would love to have listened to that answer a year ago <laughs> because I, you know, I was felt for a long time like I was sort of a lone wolf and that's where I thrived. So that was something I was nervous about. Um, but I think really the important thing is finding the right partner. It can't just be anybody, right? Because, um, you know, I had some other opportunities that were presented to me before Rob and I started or chose to, to work together. Um, and they didn't quite feel exactly right. And I thought, you know, in three years, four years, five years, what is this going to look like for me? And is this exactly what I want? Um and of course, if you're going for a goal or you have some sort of dream, of course, you have to, um, you know, temper your expectations because things aren't always going to go in a straight line like you think they are. But if you can't from the get-go sort of see the the goal line and that's not exactly what you want from the start, it's never going to get you where you want to go. So I think, uh, you know, going from a solo, being sort of totally in charge of my destiny and realizing the limitations of that. Um, being very careful and taking the time to make uh, the next step is really important. Rushing into something or seeing the first opportunity and seizing it just because it's there might not be the, the best move. Awesome. Thank you, Amanda. Attorney entrepreneurs, if you're in that situation, that was some fantastic advice. And Rob, so over to you. So for, for an attorney who is looking to leave, they've never run their own law firm before. They've always been at another firm and they're looking to leave and start their own practice, what advice would you give them? Uh, I would say that you're never going to be 100% comfortable taking that leap because there's security in the job that you have, right? You're, you're not sure that the clients are going to be calling, that anyone's going to follow you out the door when you ultimately choose to leave. So it's just, you know, lining up as much as you can in advance to make sure that when you do leave, you're able to start working right away because that's going to feel good. So just to be able to confidently walk out the door. So take whatever time you need, um, you know, to make sure that you are securely set up and, and established so that you can hit the ground running. Awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations again on your success. Both of you, it's just getting started. What are some of the things you're excited about over the next 12 to 18 months? Um, I'm really excited about growth, really. Um, we set some ambitious goals for ourselves at the beginning of the year with the understanding that they were ambitious, um, revenue goals and, you know, new matter goals and, and things like that. And, you know, we've done, we've been following these numbers throughout the year 
And um, I think we're going to end up getting to where we want it to be, which is really exciting. And it's really energizing and sort of invigorating to think that you're going to get to this uh, goal that you knew was a stretch. So I think that's going to give us a lot of momentum uh, into the next year. So I think growth is where we're really focused. Uh, and that would be, uh, you know, hiring uh, some people to help us get all of this work done. Um, so I know for me, that's really the thing that I'm excited about and I'm focused on. Awesome. And what about you, Rob? Yeah, I would I, just to echo what Amanda said, I think growth for me, sort of in a different way, uh, because we are looking to hire someone, you know, a, a new paralegal full time next year. Uh, and just from my background, I'm kind of used to doing everything myself. And when we first talked about hiring someone way back when, I thought, well, I don't even know what I would use this person for. And now uh, I'm in a place where I cannot wait to hire someone and pass off, pass off some of this work. So uh, growth and just building the firm. I'm very happy that we, that we hit our goal. It wasn't an ambitious goal or that we're going to hit it, like Amanda said. Um, and it is invigorating, you know both the sense of accomplishment and the excitement for the next goal and where we can take this in the coming year. And if people want to contact you both to be uh, to be a part of it, be a part of this growth story, what's the best way for them to do that? Our website has a lot of really great uh, information on there as well as our contact information. And that would be mulhallwithrow.com. We both have deceptively strange names. So Mulhall, M-U-L-H-A-L-L, Withrow, W-I-T-H-R-O-W. Withrow does not have an N in it, but most people think it does somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll have a link to it in the show notes. Thank you. Great. So yeah, our website has, you know, more information about us and our practice areas, but it has a lot of really great um, video FAQs on there too. So if anyone is, um, you know, curious about estate planning or they're thinking of a divorce and they just really don't know where to start, that would be a really good place because it just gives you some some sound bites, uh, a little bit more information. So you at least get some footing underneath you before you have to make that first phone call to an attorney. Fantastic. Um, Amanda, Rob, wonderful having you on the podcast today. Quick shout out to Dominic Gru, who's your certified practice advisor. Um, and uh, everyone, that is Amanda Mulhall and Rob Withrow, partners at Mulhall Withrow, family law and estate planning integrated in the Boston area. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.